You're listening to Podhaven. been a minute it's been, it's been a, a few minutes it's been some yeah. of them yeah. yeah yeah a few of them um handful i barely remember what's happened in that time i know there was a <laughs> there was a war yeah there was, um, a war. there was a fire emblem three houses situation mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um and then obviously there was the fourth house that were living in the toilets that we discovered yeah yeah mm-hmm. that was uh, a bit wild it got it got, um, got a lot a lot a lot to follow as well i'm not gonna lie Mm. I mostly was just kind of winging it. Yeah, I was mostly just focused on my own one, to be honest. I think we've made some excellent progress, but I'm I'm missing a few key details. So there was something about Wanky Beats was in there. That was a thing. Wanky Beats was the head of one of the houses. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And we had to pick which one we wanted to side yeah. with, because that's what you do in a three houses situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Claude from Fire Emblem Three Houses was one of the leaders of one of the houses. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other one was some other rando. Um, uh, Mungo the big boy. That was yes, it. Yeah. that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got don't... him. Oh, yeah. You got Mungo the big boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was racist, right? Uh, he was a or neoliberal. Something. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The neoliberal big boy, the, the I big remember. The big neoliberal boy, yeah. Um, how did that go? Well, I'm very glad you asked, Elodie. Uh, if if, you, if the pair of you would like to just sort of step into my office, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just sort of mind, mind your head that we do have some sort of uh, several, Ow! yeah, several Ooh. mannequin limbs and whatnot yeah. sort of dangling from the ceiling on strings. It's, it helps me work. If you're careful, wanna... it's kind of nice when they brush your head. It is. It, it, you know, it's, it's soothing, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, if you just, step... it's not very. One of them is moving on its own and brushing my hair. It's fine. So, so yeah, just step over here into the clownery. Uh, uh. Um. So yeah, to start off with, did you know that the third largest measurement of English wine cask is called a puncheon? I didn't know that. And I've brought that up because we have one over here. As you can Ooh. see, I've covered it in spikes. Don't want anyone to uh. get into your puncheon. Well, yeah. Well, no. It, it's it's a very it's a very large thing, and I have attached it to a chain to be swung around by our new and improved Mungo the Big Boy. I'm excited to see what you've come up with here. The potential, the opportunity of this is it excites so, me. So, if 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 I just take down this curtain here, um, you you can see we've made a few improvements. A mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, couple of feet taller, perhaps. Uh, considerably more. Of a clown, much greasier than I remember. Mm-hmm. And also, his he's... name's Judas now. He's yeah. seeping. Yeah, it's kind of coming off. In big he seeps. Clogs. He weeps. He does all of it. What is that? Coconut oil? Mostly coconut oil. Uh, Mostly yeah. because coconut's a funny word. It is a funny word. Yeah. It's also a funny. It's also a funny fruit. I don't. Know, I, I don't even. Don't at me funny if it's not a fruit. fruit. I don't care. It? Yeah. Why is his face stuck in a rigor mortis? Uh, I find that it stops him from screaming. Mm, that makes sense, yeah. Mostly is why that's happened. Uh, also, it's less irritating. 
Well, that explains the constant low whine coming from between his clenched teeth. Yeah, that's a that's mm. a bit of a pro- we it's it's the situation's considerably better than it was. Uh well, I'm glad I'm glad you've taken the right the you know the initiative here to take the right steps in the right direction. I mean, again, you, you you're you're mm-hmm. you're after my own heart. You know, you 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 see something like this, and you don't think problem. Yeah. You think opportunity. I, I, where where there was a blatant crisis, mm-hmm. I took it and turned it into a very large, very aggressive clown exactly. who swings a large keg on a chain because I found the name of it funny. It is he. St- Still a neoliberal, though, inside? It's kind of difficult to say. He sort of nominally has his own will, but can only really act according to mine. Uh, Occasionally, he will sort of screech through clenched teeth the words free market for no particular reason. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... At least it sounds like that. It's kind of he doesn't say a lot of words anymore. Most so, just you know the occasional word here and there. You know me, mm-hmm. uh, kill. Uh, not in that order, but yeah, uh, combat effectiveness <laughs> uh, through the roof. To be honest, I mean I'm I'm very impressed with the work that we've done here. Well, I can't wait to see the results in the field. No, believe me, neither can I. It's uh, quite remarkable what you can achieve with just a little bit of. Whatever it is that I'm doing here that I probably should not disclose. Yeah, it's probably best if you don't say it on the record or mm. in earshot of anyone. I have been advised. So I'm just eating a bit of chocolate in your office here that I found. That seems perfectly safe. Yeah, it's probably mm. fine. I can't imagine there will be any repercussions from that. Mm. Um. Now I do have one issue here. Mm-hmm. Well, I have many issues, but I'm just not okay. going to... Okay. I'm okay. not going to deal with it. Okay, let's think of some as opportunities. I can't, I can't emphasize okay. that enough, okay? Let's not have issues, let's not have problems, let's have opportunities to improve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well... I... I ended the war months ago. Well, that is I quite negoc- an opportunity. I yeah. negotiated out of it, and like, oh, General Ketchner tried to stop me for some reason, even though he was just, he should have been fine with that. I don't know, he said something about wanting to boss Baos in destruction, which I didn't really understand, because for some reason he talks with all bees at the beginning of his words. That is very peculiar as a yeah. verbal tick. It's an unusual one. It's distinctive, mm. though, you know. Yeah, it mm. reminds me of someone, but I cannot place who we knew who did that. Mm. I'm sure it will come to us. Mm. I mean, if it were important, we'd probably remember, right? <laughs> probably, right? It's not like probably. us to forget important things. Yeah. some reason, I'm thinking about piss now, though. Mm. I mean, that does not surprise me after last episode. If I can be completely honest. <laughs> it is one of the few things I remember very clearly from that episode. I remember none of this and have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> you see, Martin, you see how easily and callously she does this to others. Is, I feel wounded in a way I can't describe. You wound me to the piss, madam. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
I'm... There's something I'll never get the opportunity to say again. <laughs> I think we have the episode title already. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Indie Haven podcast, the podcast where we indie your havens all up the wall, all down the street, all up your holes, all up your beat, feet, neat, sheet. All of the above. <laughs> I'm Melody Cunningham, your host, and I'm joined by... I'm Josh Rivers. Josh Rivers. Oh, fuck. I'm Martin Bryson. Martin Rivers. Oh, fuck. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, before we properly begin, I need to um, I need to share with you something important. Okay. Uh, just because I I feel like it, I feel like this is the best place for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're the people who should be enjoying this. Okay. So, do you know? Of Bessie Jackson or Lucille Bogan. No. She was an African American singer songwriter, and her active years as a singer songwriter were from 1923 to 1935. And I want you to bear this in mind as I read you the lyrics to one of her songs. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got nipples on my titties, big as the end of my thumb. I got something between my legs that'll make a dead man come. Baby, you won't shave them dry. Want you to grind me, baby. Grind me until I cry. I fucked all night and the night before, baby. And I feel like I want to fuck some more. Oh, grind me, honey. Shave me dry. And when you hear me holler, baby, want you to shave me dry. I got nipples on my titties, big as the end of my thumb. And then it's two question marks because I haven't obviously got the bit there oh daddy shave me dry and i'll give you something baby swear it'll make you dry i'm gonna turn back my mattress and let you on my springs i want you to grind me daddy until the bells do ring oh baby want you to shave me dry oh great god daddy if you can't shave them baby won't you try now if fucking was the thing that would take me to heaven i'd be fucking in the studio till the cock strike eleven Oh, daddy, daddy, shave him dry. I would fuck you, baby. Honey, I'd make you cry. Now your nuts hang down like a damn bell sapper. And your dick stands up like a sepal. Your goddamn asshole stands open like a church door. And the wow. crabs walks in. And the crabs walks in like people. Ow, shit. Ah, sure enough, shave him dry? Oh, baby, won't you shave him dry? A big sow gets fat from eating corn, and a pig gets fat from sucking. Reason you see this whore fat like I am. Great God, I got fat from fucking. Hey, shave him dry. Ah, shake it, don't break it. My back is made of whalebone, and my cock is made of brass. And my fucking is made for working men's two dollars. Great God, round to kiss my ass. Oh, woo daddy, shave him dry. So this is our new theme song, right? We're gonna put this at the uh, that that exact reading of it. This must be implemented from, immediately. Yeah, from now on. In fact, it's gonna be the end of this one. <laughs> it's gonna be the end of everything, Martin. I feel like it may be, yeah, but it has been around since like the early twentieth century, and we're we're okay so far. Yeah, like we're almost coming up on the centenary of that existing. So we um... may survive it. How were we not informed? I know. That's baffling. I just... 
I didn't know that people were making songs like that in the 20s. I'm genuinely shocked. I've never heard this before. I like the bit where the crabs walk into the ass like people. Yeah, that was a particularly evocative image. And and then it takes the time to just say, ow, shit. (laughs) In case you weren't sure. In case you weren't sure it was a problem. So, now that we've set the energy for the day... Yeah, now now your nuts hang down. Established tone. <laughs> now that our backs are made of whalebone and our cocks are made of brass... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're ready to talk about video games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. This, this certainly feels like the time. <laughs> okay. So, you know more about this than I do. As I said before we started recording, um, I'm only vaguely aware of it, but Temtem is like a thing people are talking about right now. Yeah. Yes, it's it's an MMO Pokemon clone thing. Which I have to Can't... admit, like, 14-year-old me is already really excited about this. <laughs> uh, it's currently only out on Steam. As an early access. Or at PC, I don't know if it's just Steam. I, I don't want to commit to that right now. Uh, it's kind of like a self-shaded thing. I'm going to send you a link to the Steam page. So you can mm-hmm. just, you can have a little looky look at it. A looky-loo. A looky-loo. It, it's basically Pokemon as the thing. Yeah. For my part, was... I saw that it was an MMO and I kind of lost interest. Yeah, I'm not so interested in that, but I do... Yeah. I at least want to play it when it comes out on Switch next year. Yeah. Mm. The visuals remind me a little bit of, like, those uh, Flash game MMOs that were really popular in, like, the early 2000s. Like, mm. visual aesthetic is a little bit like that. Um, but... It's like that if it took a trip via Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah, I could see that for sure. Um. So, yes... So Temtem is a thing, and oh, wow, that's a big leafy squoofus. Mm-hmm. I always wanted one of these. I want five. Now the thing is that before the game actually came out, a lot of the uh, the crowd on the internet who were very, very, very vocal about how. Pokemon is now the worst thing ever because you can't put every single one of them in it anymore. Hmm. Um, which honestly, I didn't think it was that big a deal because, like, you you couldn't get them all in one game before anyway, and they just kind of if you brought them up, they just kind of sat in your box because you'd finished it. So, you know, it's it's, it's that it's a thing that. It, Pokemon has been a series for a long time that has appealed to people who compulsively collect things. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's fine in its own way, but it is like it, it, the the very early on in the series found a way to manipulate that for marketing purposes, and it's yeah. uh, and this was kind of the natural result of that. Exactly. And yeah, I, like uh, I'm saying this as somebody whose all-time favorite Pokemon didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So mm. yeah, which which is which is sad. This yeah, but like. Yeah. Uh, regardless of that, the hashtag bring back national decks, hashtag decks it sort of crowd, the very vocal contingent of people who think Pokemon is ruined forever now, 
uh, kind of championed Temtem as what Pokemon should be. It should be an MMO and be all these things. Uh, and then one thing changed. (laughs) When the game came out on here. I've just noticed that the publisher is Humble Bundle, which I didn't realise. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't Hmm. know they did publishing. Oh yeah, they've done publishing for a while. Oh, that's just how the loop I am on PC stuff. (laughs) Uh, Oh, speaking of, the Discord game store ended. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so surprised by that. (laughs) What you just heard was the sound of everyone here remembering that there was a Discord game store. Oh, yeah, so I love this, right? We talked about it exactly twice. Once when we discovered it, and now when it's ended. (laughs) The only thing that I actually remember from the Discord game store is a game called like a uh, a dead by daylight esque game that i think was called last year something that was just sort of like if you took dead by daylight and then like had to keep changing it like to make it to justify it being a different game but in doing that, like you accidentally break something, and then so you have to tweak something else, and then that breaks something else, and you have to tweak something else, and so you just end up with this sort of mockery of the formula, really, where it feels like it's only... The game seems like it's only really fun for either the killer or the survivors, and there's no middle ground in between. Hmm. Sort of like what... Uh, similar criticisms existed with Evolve, I believe. Fucking remember Evolve? Oh god, yeah, I do. They tried their best to save that game, too. It was amazing. That's the the one game I have heard about at all in relation to the Discord store, and it had one update in however many years that's been a thing. That's kind of an ill-conceived concept from the beginning. Yeah. It's... It would have been interesting, perhaps, if it had worked. But yeah, I mean, I agree. It would have if it if it had worked. There's a lot of really interesting I mean, ideas like, that would have been. Great I'm not. If it I'm, had not I'm not it. shocked that this happened, but it mostly be- it's mostly because I just wasn't invested really in any way. Well, that's just it. I mean, listen, what real reason is there, or was there rather, to become invested? What were they offering yeah. a, a, beyond an interesting idea, beyond something that could have been kind of cool to watch unfold, maybe, did they have to offer that you don't get more easily elsewhere? Mm. And I don't and, feel like there was even that much push around it, even. No, because we discovered it by accident, if you recall. Um, we just kind of stumbled onto it. Mm. Um, I believe we were researching the whole Telltale saga. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, and that was, I mean, I may, I may not have been remembering that quite right, but it was about that period of time, and yeah, it was kind of weird, but yeah, it was a strange thing. It was, I mean, I'll, I'll applaud experimentation in some respects. I'll say, look, okay, so Discord is primarily mm-hmm. used as a games communication platform. I, I'm, I'm absolutely glad people are trying. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this kind of ties into the Temtem thing a little bit, too. Like, you can have any number of defenses or criticisms of Pokemon as a concept, I still think that no matter where you land on that, it's a positive thing to have someone else taking a shot at that idea. Yeah. 
and actually taking it seriously, like not not just producing a knockoff, not just producing something which is the same thing with the filing with, with like the serial numbers filed off. You're talking something which is trying to do yeah. its own little thing, and it's something people have kind of been asking for. A Pokemon MMO is something people were talking about when I was like a kid. You know, as long as you're old enough to know what an MMO was, you're like, oh, that'd be great for Pokemon. Mm. But so are we just Brian Blessed time skipped. <laughs> We're calling the Brian Blessed in for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should have a better phrase than Brian Blessed time yeah, skip. Yeah, because... that's why. That that's why typically I'll still stick with Tim Curry. Yeah, but we did... Brian Blessed's intervention was a. Uh... Brian Blessed. I I can't think of a word beginning with B that has any kind it, of. It defies description. That's really the horrifying thing about it. Like if we. If we could name it, we would have some sort of power over it. Why don't we just say mm. Brian Blessed helped us? Yeah, uh, Brian, Brian Blessed, Brian Blessed resol- came in to resolve the issue. <laughs> Bla- Brian Blessed wrote in triplicate to HR so we that we could Brian begin blessing. the process. <gasps> Brian Blessing is so obvious. Why didn't we start with that? <laughs> <laughs> we received the bri- Brian Blessing and that we're back. Woo! Um, the podcast's yeah. alive! See, I think the last thing we were talking about was the Discord game thing yeah, that died. I, th- I, think, and... I think we'd more or less finished talking about Discord. Yeah. <laughs> or at least yeah, we uh... had, unless you had it, because obviously Discord just died completely. Yeah, Discord uh... completely yeeted my computer into the sun as soon as I started talking shit about their game service that no longer exists. So, so I just want to go on the record as saying that I'm fully in support of Discord and everything it tries to do, and I'm actually very sad that the game store went away. Please don't shut my computer down. <laughs> that was a fucking damning use of the word tries. <laughs> <laughs> it did a lot of the heavy lifting there, you know? Oh, that's fun. Oh, dear. All of which is to say... Uh, fucking... uh yes, Temtem. Yeah. Temtem. Temtem. Uh, we got distracted because I found out that it was published by Humble. That's what happened. Yeah, tem, yeah. Tem. <coughs> tem, tem. Tem, tem. Didn't so, like that temity, one. Tem, 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 really didn't like that one. Are we going to get sued now? Because that's a Disney song. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it, it didn't really sound like it. Yeah, that's good. It's, it's close, close enough that we won't get sued. It's. I mean, it's far away enough that yeah. no one would get it unless I, you told mm, them. That's true. <laughs> I should not have said anything. Anyway, let's move on before we do get sued. <laughs> uh, yes, so, Temtem. Temtem. Yes. Developed by Kramer. Kramer? C-R-E-M-A. And published by Humble Bundle. Massively multiplayer, Pokemon-style RPG thing. You can dress up as a skeleton in it. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, so these the 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 people were like uh, singing its praises as what Pokemon should have been, um, and then something happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now it still has largely positive reviews, but uh, there is a contingent of specific people who are not very happy because it specifically gives you the option to use they/them pronouns, and you can select you can select pronouns separate from the body style you choose. 
And apparently this is the most heinous and disgusting thing ever. The, the terrible crime. What what can we do in the face of a criminal offence such as this? All we can. The only thing we can do is throw a tantrum on Twitter. Clearly that is the best use of our time. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, Fuck. a lot of... Ah, uh, sorry, I just had a notification come up from Steam that uh, Jed Whittaker is playing it right now. Huh. A bit of, bit of Jed Whittaker-based serendipity for you there. That's a name <laughs> um, I've not heard in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. A very Alec Guinness voice in my head there, yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, the usual crowd was out about it, talking yeah. about how it was the worst thing ever. Um, some very hilarious... Uh, like YouTube video thumbnails and things. I did see uh, one of those. <laughs> I I have here a selection of reviews that were posted by at n i t e f a n g m a i n Nightfang Main. I don't know what that means. That's but a I assume lot it's something. one name. Nightfang Main. Yeah, they posted it on Twitter, and it's screenshot of a bunch of these reviews and I'm going to read some out to you because they're quite funny. <laughs> Obligatory Jim Selling mention I'm going to seal a bit of his steez here. Game attempts to push political trash on you! Why can't a game just be a game without the dev's fruitcake level of bias seeping into it? That's <laughs> someone who received it for free. <laughs> It's a shame I now can't use the phrase fruitcake bias. That's so good. (laughs) Oh, I wish we'd thought of it first. Even though I don't think of any way to say it that isn't in some way offensive. To someone who does not deserve to be offended. Uh, The way is the Things Talk Twitter account, my friend. (laughs) Oh, of course! (laughs) Which, I mean, you are perfectly allowed to use, Martin. I could have been using it. I, if I'd known that, I'd have been using it a while ago. You it's possible you've it told all. me this before and I've just forgotten. <laughs> you could have talked to the things. I never barred you from being a part of things talk. You just, I know, I it know. Just kind of... It's just a thing that you do when I don't have time most of the time. Yeah, like it, it's mostly the thing we started doing when two of us were free. And that's yeah. usually me that's the problem because of my because I have a stupid fucking job that makes me no. work on weekends. I, no, if I also job, have a stupid fucking, fucking job, but I just don't sleep is the thing. Yeah, I, 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 I unfortunately am getting to the point in life where that's not an option for me anymore. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to read some more of these reviews. Mm-hmm. Refunded when I saw there was pronoun options. You get to choose your own pronouns for your character. My pronouns are this slash game slash sucks slash hot hot hot, which I imagine was ass. That's going to make um, talking about yourself in conversation very difficult. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that seems like a very awkward position to find yourself in. I do find it amazing how many people just, in their blind rage to be angry about this, just forget what the word pronouns means. They force everyone to be trans and ask you your pronouns at the start of the game. Buyer beware. <laughs> Buyer beware. Like it's a consumer advocacy issue. 
They, they Everyone. Try to everything like that, though, don't they? These fucking pay-to-win pronouns. <laughs> Everyone is a transgender and forced to pick a pronoun. Great game. Well, at least they thought it was a great game. Yeah, he gave it a, a not recommended, though, for some reason. Oh, I don't odd. know what that's about. Hit the wrong button. Yeah, it must have been. It seems that the developers were more concerned with SJW agenda than with making their servers actually work. No, thank you very much. Refunded. And if there is server issues, that's a problem. But um, I don't think that adding a pronoun option particularly took away from their time and budget on the server side of things. No, you see, if I've learned anything... I would anything... be surprised to... Oh. If I've learned anything from video game news and journalism and following the various media around it, it's that I'd know that as soon as you try to include anything option related to gender, that it takes too much time. You can't do it. It's too, it's too expensive. It takes too much time. It's too expensive. The technology involved is yeah. too expensive, yeah. too time-consuming, too many scorpions in it. Exactly. You, if you, if you do risk. that, you're re- risking releasing scorpions into people's living rooms. And then they're gonna they're gonna have scorpions. Like I don't know what to do with these scorpions. There's too many to eat. There's and... too many scorpions in this house for me to deal with at this time. If only I hadn't put pronouns in my video game. Exactly. I'm just gonna I'm gonna roll two d twenty and see how many scorpions we get. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm. Oh. <laughs> how many did we get? Is it forty? No, it's two. <laughs> Scorpions These fucking fumble that one. putting two scorpions in my house. That's still that's still more scorpions than most homes. In fairness, that's more scorpions than I would have had to deal with if you didn't put your pronouns in my development software. So I, yeah, I have... you're taking all this time away figuring out how to deal with the scorpion problem. You don't have time to run your servers properly. Clearly, it's the pronouns' fault. Because you because you <laughs> looked up the word they. <laughs> You spent three weeks. I will not embrace a game that pushes LGBT views. There are only two genders. They are they is not a gender. They are they is not a gender. They are they is not a gender is the sentence. Well, that's accurate. (laughs) I thought it was going in the direction of there are only two genders. They and... Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, but I am going to ask for a refund as this is not acceptable. It doesn't say Okaida I was just like adding to the character. It is Burns Night, so you should really lean into those Scottish accents today. Oh god, my work is making us do Burns Night food, even though like I'm in the (laughs) blooming south of England. That's weird. We're having to cook haggis burgers, which is just burger with a bit of haggis on top of it. That sounds awful. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's one more, and it's the longest one, and it's very good. <laughs> it's probably my favourite of all of them, and I, I skipped around some of them just to make this be the last one, because it's the very best one. Are you ready? Ready. Mm. I am so ready. Okay, let me just get my voice. Let me just, like, go into character here. Hmm. I played this with my wife, Demi, and when she made her character, she was greeted with they-them pronoun options. 
her and I had a meaningful conversation about how the world works anymore. She's currently pregnant because I, a male, impregnated her, a female. This is how it works, folks. Oh, forgot to mention there is breeding in the game with male and female icons. Nice one, SJWs. I wouldn't be surprised if a male and female in this game gave birth to a they them. For a glorious second there, I thought that reviewer was implying his wife got pregnant because of the game having they them pronouns. That must have been a very nice moment. This video game had they them pronouns and it fucked my wife. <laughs> cucked by I this got video cucked. game. Yeah. <laughs> this, this video game is cucking us from the kitchen all the time. Just like Dogstan. Not Dogstan, the other guy. Yeah, the other <laughs> Not one. The comedian. Oh god, now I can't think of his name well, because he was, of it. He's a big deal and he was Grant, Grant Kirk Hope. Grant Kirk Hope. <laughs> That's what it is. Very similar sounding names in my defense. They both have hope in them. Unlike me. That's after nice. those. So, <laughs> so that's that's all of the uh the reviews we got here, but Yeah. yeah it's a it, I mean, it's as expected, right? There's nothing surprising in any of this. Uh, they they've <clears> got um the the image after that that they posted is I think it's the I think it's the Hindenburg, I don't know. But it's flying up into the sky and it says, Unlike you snowflakes, I'm not so easily triggered. And then it's the the Hindenburg exploding mm-hmm. with Y game use pronoun written on it. Classic. <laughs> so yes. Um I mean personally, I'd... if these snowflakes are so bothered by these things in these games, I don't understand why they don't just go off and make their own. Learn to call that's the yeah, fucking not every game thing. has to be for you. That's it's it's just so like I can't imagine having no self awareness to the point you, where I don't realise. Do you like do you like our satire audience? We're doing some satire right now for you. It's very powerful and very incisive. Powerful, deep satire. Is that Deep Jasper's brother? That has the same first name but a different. Yeah, it, it, it's it it, work, it works on the. It, it, it's like Chinese names. The first yeah. one's the uh, the family name. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that, how it works so for Goblins. Deep is the family name. Yeah. Well, so really, if it was family, the, anyway. if it was to translate the name over into an Anglophone context, it would be Jasper Deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like Which how sort um, of sounds like something that like like some sort of teen spy novel. Novel does, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like how Hello Kitty is called Kitty White. That's her actual name. Wow. And um, I at first thought, oh, that means like her name is White Kitty, because uh, it's a Japanese thing. But no, it, she's she's apparently a little girl from London called Kitty White, who is not a cat. I was aware of the little girl not a cat thing. I didn't know about the name. That's a new, that's a new one. She has a twin sister called Mimi. I feel like there's maybe a lot of depth to the Hello Kitty lore I'm not aware of. Yeah. I feel like Sanrio. there's Hello Kitty lore I'm not aware of. Yeah. San- <laughs> Sanrio Sanrio lore is very deep. When I go to Sanrio Puro Land next month, 
I will make sure to ask Hello Kitty about her deep backstory for you. Yeah, please do. Yeah, uh, so I'd like some notes mm. from the horse's um, mouth, as they say. From the little girl's mouth. Yeah, sorry, from, from the, the little, little girl's mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. She has a pet. She has a pet cat who looks like her, but hairier and by bipe- uh, quadrupedal. And is called Charmy Kitty. Just to further fucking complicate things. Charmy is spelt with two M's as well. Is that like the equivalent of having like a pet, like chimpanzee? Where, you know, they're kind of like humans, but not quite. I'm going to show you Charmy Kitty because, like, I think it's pretty important. That's Charmy Kitty. Note how Charmy Kitty is almost exactly the same as Hello Kitty, but as a non. Yeah. Little yeah. girl cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. not humanized yeah. at all, but otherwise identical. There is a thing where people realize, end up looking like their pets. You realize that in universe, this basically means that this cat has a human face. Yeah. Oh God. Like, well, I like guess if, we, if we're to take all of this at face value, as so to speak. <laughs> yeah. If you if you'll pardon the hilarious joke, but like that's what they're suggesting. I guess it's like if you had a monkey that just had an exact human face. Yeah. If we all walked around with an identical monkey to ourselves. Um, she also has a boyfriend called Dear Daniel. If he's not a deer. I'm going to be very upset. I I will... No, it's it's just another cat. (laughs) Yeah. He looks bad. I don't think... <laughs> There's no need to I talk about Daniel that way. I I think that he's I don't I think that uh Kitty is out of his league. Actually, honestly. yeah, looking at this I agree. I think he's he kind of like he looks like a bit of a dorfus. He does. Yeah, he looks I think like, it's the know, hair that does it. Yeah, it is. For me. Yeah. If it just had no hair, it would be less weird. This image is in the top couple results. Oh, wow. For dear Daniel, it is not official Sanrio. It is very Ooh. good. This one. <laughs> now you see that's an immediate improvement. Yeah, I'm already more on board with this, dear Daniel. <laughs> my, my even I'm, thing about this, I'm questioning my, the Bazinga shirt. <laughs> yeah, this is a dear Daniel with um, a swept over over one eye hair that's got blue highlights. He's wearing a Bazinga shirt, a glittery Gucci belt, and has very, (laughs) very long legs. Yeah, he really does long legs. Those, like, those dungarees in the first image are really hiding those gams. Yeah. Yeah, but he also has the same shoes as I do. The black and white Converse? Yeah, I just, I happen to own those. Those are a good look. Uh, so we got an off topic. Yeah, we and really I think, have. Yeah. I yeah. don't think we have anything else to say about them. <laughs> no, it, it's just fucking stupid. Like it, it bears mentioning that this happens because fuck. But Someone like, try ten ten and get back to us about what you thought of it. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. I don't. Not I don't want to play it until it's out of early access because. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I dread to think how much it'll cost by the time it comes to PlayStation, so I'm probably going to give it a miss. But I, I, I am curious. 
<laughs> right now it's twenty seven ninety nine. So hmm. everything's marked up on the PSN. Though. <laughs> I'm discovering. Oh, apparently they made a mortal redneck. I didn't play that, but I heard of it. Oh, I've heard I of this one too. Yeah. Redneck. yeah, I'm aware of it more as a meme than anything anyone really talked about, but I am aware of it. So, do we want to move on to our yeah, next let's topic? To the next uh, let's... <clears throat> I'm just going to scroll up after all these. Uh... The Senua sequel. Ah, oh, yes, that's the next yeah. thing. Um... I didn't know that this was happening. Well, I've I've literally only really heard that it is because, to be honest, I didn't want one. No, I like, think this, it's this, a bad idea. Like this kind of disheartens me, to be completely honest, because it indicates to me that Microsoft bought Ninja Theory for entirely the wrong reason. Yes, like they didn't want the potential of the studio; they wanted the name of the thing that was making waves. And yep. Senua's Sacrifice did not need a sequel; it needed a spiritual successor, which apparently it is also getting. Or there's another game that they're also working on. I'm not sure. It's a weird choice. Like, of all the games Ninja Theory worked on, of all the games they have yeah. in their catalogue, why this one for a sequel? Because oh. it's recently popular. Yeah, e- exactly. Like, that's, <sighs> I guess that's entirely it. 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 That's it's the beginning the people, and end. I feel like it's the people who brought them making yeah. the stupid decision we all kind of knew they were going to make. I was I was I was a little behind on the on the Hellblade kind of game. I actually only really started playing it quite recently, like a, a month ago. Mm. Um, and I know Josh, you in particular had a lot of thoughts about it, and you had some really insight, yeah. insightful things to say back when it came out. Um, so it did make me it made me put it on like a, a list of games I really need to get to this at some point in the back of my mind for like, ages. And I finally just bit the bullet and bought it and. It is something else, I have to say. I haven't yeah, finished it. Yeah, I'm about a third of the way in, I think, uh, if the uh, the runes on the little thing are anything to go by. But yeah. it, it is quite unique, for sure. And it is doing I a lot even... of things I'm really... I don't want to say enjoy. Enjoy is not the right word. Um, appreciate. Respect, Respect yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> the thing is that I don't even think it's a particularly fantastic game. Game wise, I, I agree with that. But mm. I guess that, 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 that that's a, di- a sense of different priorities in a lot of ways. I, I really like it. Yeah. I, I I said a lot of my thoughts about it before. I just, mm-hmm. I just, I, I think. I mean, I, I think it's good. I think it's solid yeah, gameplay wise. It, it's a solid mechanical it's... experience. Yeah, but that's not what you're there for, really. I, yeah, 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 I, I yeah. totally get you now. Yeah, when you say it like That's that, yeah, I, I think I get what you mean. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, so yes, I don't think it needed a sequel because I think that's a bad idea for what they did in the first one. Yeah, I mean the first one, like it left no real jumping-off point for a sequel. I mean there was the bit where the voice was like, "Oh, you should go with her for the next exciting adventure. Tune in next week for another fantastic episode of We Might." see things that aren't real but like all the loose ends were tied up and like the point of it was not so much a sequel hook as it is Senua's getting on with her life now like she she's able to move on 
Well, maybe she'll maybe they'll do a God of War and just go to a different mythology and have her hallucinate about that one. Well, that's it. Is they were already doing not one fixed mythology anyway because they were doing a kind of it was it was heavily obviously uh, Norse mythology, but there was a lot of reference points to kind of Pictation Celtic lore in there as well. They were already I guess had it, a kind of blend I, of ideas. I guess it was like. Um... Norse by way of Pictish because it was a a Celtic woman's um, second-hand interpretation of Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah. it had a lot to say about um, inter- interpretive lenses on culture and how you perceive myth and the way that culture stems from that. And I found that I, I still find that really interesting. And the way that she, the way that she takes these symbols, and the way that they uh, it, are are kind of morphed into these other hostile forces in her head, is like deeply fascinating to me. Yeah, so maybe next time it'll be she'll go, she'll like she'll shipwreck in Greece this time, and yeah. then like there's um, and it's the same central a... conflict. She had she has to overcome yeah. the same trauma again, but this time she's mm-hmm. just like, oh, but what if the Greeks did it though? Yeah, and she keeps this... having this problem. It's like, am, am I sure I'm over it? Because there are other mythologies. Yeah, and she just keeps like turning up in in different places and seeing like all the gods and shit from those different mythologies, but they're all a little bit off because it's how she's thinking about them. It would be mm. funny and... to see her fate, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm back on board. Always forgiven. It's Jesus, and he's like made of the cross or something. Oh yeah, and he like swings it as a weapon. He's like, yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah. but Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Can you fucking imagine? Oh, that would be in- Do you know incredible. What? I want this to happen now, just so that we can point at this fucking episode and say, "Look, you fuckers, look, <laughs> look at what you've done." <laughs> yeah. Look we at your mistake. the worst possible scenario, and you did it. You did it. Fools. The fools. So what would you expect would be, having not finished the game yet, having a pretty good idea of where it goes, but not actually having finished the game yet, um, where would you predict a sequel, as ill-advised as it maybe <clears throat> would go? I mean... I mean, like I said, there was there was really no jumping. I guess the character dealt with the least would be the mother, mm-hmm. or I guess they would just have failing that they would just have to contrive someone else to have been involved with Senua that never came up before, but is is still like a big enough influence influence on her to trigger what I have to assume will be the same kind of scenario because again, this was made to capitalise on the fact that the first one was successful Okay, I have two ideas Yeah? One, they pull a Frozen 2 and they reveal that her mother has some hidden backstory and she goes and finds it out and has all sorts of weird, wacky mind adventures along the way Yeah, right Uh, And two it's Hellblade's John Malcolm sacrificingist a different person called John Malcolm. I'm not sticking with that. I'm just saying, like it's like might do truth. Someone else, huh? Might might do truth. 
Yeah. The only it's... other character who was already yeah. dead at that point, to be honest. It seems unlikely. I was then like, reasonably you... excited when they had a, a Scottish character in it, because you don't get that very often. And I was like, oh, wait, this is going I, some I, dark I really feel like they <laughs> underutilised him. Because like yeah. that wasn't that was an opportunity to examine, like to basically, as I think I said in the video, not try and sum up the entire experience of a psychotic disorder in one case. Exactly. Yeah. Like to demonstrate yeah. that there can be differences. Like that would have been interesting to see. I'm a little disappointed that you're saying that to know that they don't do that because I'm, I was looking no. forward to seeing that, you know? Truth just sort of floats uh, about in real... The other interesting thing about it, though, I think, is that... And I I didn't talk about this before because it didn't really occur to me until re- more recently. Hmm. Is that it kind of goes into uh, f- what can happen when two people in those sorts of scenarios bounce off each other without a healthy way of you know what I'm trying to say they can feed into each other's mm. uh, yeah they're kind of paranoia and psychosis yeah like a lot of her stuff is based on his stuff i mean again and and this is this is possibly just me take hmm I don't know how I feel about that as an assessment, because the thing is, like, the shit he's been saying does ultimately help her overcome all of these things. Mm. Like, it, yeah. they, like he gives it all form, almost, and by doing that, it becomes a thing that she can definitively best. Like yeah, when, guess... like when you, when you give something a name. Like, funnily, we made a joke about that earlier. Like when you give something a name, when you can put a face to the thing that you're dealing with, that does genuine. Like even if it's a bit of a sort of circuitous way of understanding it, and I, I can kind of say from personal experience, without wanting to get into too much detail, that does help tremendously. Might not necessarily have been the best portrayal of that. You know, there's certainly arguments that can be made. But yeah, I was gonna say it also like demonstrates the use of community and yeah. other people understanding what you're going through. I feel like it's shown the healthier side and the unhealthier side, but they didn't quite pull it off perfectly. I yeah, don't know. It, would you it, say it, that Drew's really sorry? No, nah, that was just it. It sort of requires a level of nuance that I I don't think was gonna be there on the first pass unless it was like being made by the people who had first-hand experience, because that was the thing. This was all based on research. This was based on second-hand understanding. Yeah, and they that had was an the... advisor, didn't they? But the advisor was not the writer. Yeah, and it's... Yeah. And that, that'll be something I'll come back to when we talk about the other project that they're getting into. So, well, I guess the other project complicates my thoughts on this because mm. i was thinking like what if they just use the hellblade name and do something make a different character like with life is strange having season two being about a yeah. different yeah yeah unrelated which was, person which was a good move on their part to do that haven't although they did have to they did i haven't played it i just know i know that they do make um little references like the they moved from arcadia bay or something yeah something like that but um, I said Arcadia Bay, 
Is that what it's called? I think that's what it is, yeah. I would have no I was... idea. Oh, yes, that is what it's called. Uh, the reason why I'm confused is because the Netflix show Troll Hunters also has a place called Arcadia Bay, and I <laughs> didn't know if I'd just gotten them mixed up, but I think they're both called that. God damn it, Guillermo. <laughs> Fucking Guillermo. Um, yes, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was thinking, like, they could just use the Hellblade name and, like, maybe explore a different kind of... Yeah. Doesn't the sequel yeah. explicitly mention Senua's the title yeah, it, of it? It's Senua's something. I sequel. I didn't know that. Again, I as I said, I have absolutely no reference point for this. Yeah, I mean, it, it is possible that Senua's not the protagonist. Um, I doubt it though. If mm. her name's in the title, I feel like that would defeat the entire. But un- unless again, as Elodie suggested, it was a sort of. Like they just kept the name Hellblade, which if if you wanted to be cynical would have been the right way around that. But yeah, again, okay, so. they've got this other project, which I'm struggling to remember. I might take this opportunity to look that up actually. While Will we're you do that? Our thoughts on this. A quick scan to find out the title: Senwa's Saga Hellblade Two, according uh, to uh, Windows Central. So maybe not the most reliable source, but this is the first one that popped up here. Narrative direction to focus on myths, gods, and religion. Team roughly twice the size of the first game. So that all spells disaster to me. Okay, yeah, that, that all sounds like exactly what wrong... I just talked about. Yep. <laughs> that's the wrong. It was an in... it. It was a deliberately personal. Expanding the scope defeats the fucking. Mm-hmm. We know all this. Yeah, we do. There's, we there's nothing I'm about to say that like anyone listening to this couldn't probably tell you themselves baffling so the, the, here's some of the thoughts from the uh, the ninja theory studio head uh antoniadis uh that's to me uh also shared that will the first game focused on giving people a personal insight into psychosis the sequel is meant to build on that and show him madness and suffering shape myths gods and religion now the madness and suffering part is not the developer's words that is the words added by the journalist so I want to clarify that. But that follows on with the quote, shape myths, gods, and religion. Uh, now, there, there is a level of interest to the idea of looking at how our minds work to form these things, but I f- don't feel like Sandra is who we should be looking at for that. Yeah there, yeah, there was no need for that to be this. Like, you you can do that with almost anything. There was no need to do it through the lens of... Oh, I think so I... there's kind of a level of... Um, I don't like the idea that religions are caused by mental illness as an idea. You see, the focus seems to be more on suffering, which actually causes me pause in its own, in its own right. Something about Senua and the journey Senua goes through and the experiences, they're obviously horrifying, right? Uh, the yeah. game is, is quite yeah. graphic, and, and not necessarily in the sense that it's gory, although there are elements of that too, it is that it is uncompromising um, in terms of how it depicts the way that she suffers and the way that she is punished by various mythic figures. Um, I see no way to do a sequel to that as an action game that will not feel exploitative. Yeah, 
Because what you ha- then have is a character who only exists to suffer. Yeah. The Bojack Horseman problem. Mm. Until recently, anyway, so I hear. Yeah, people, yeah. like characters who you want to be, feel human and connected, and when, especially when you're trying to communicate such a such a difficult topic so, uh, to, to people who haven't had first-hand experience of it, you need a level of humanity. And from my experience with it so far, Senua's Sacrifice does that. But what it, what I think a sequel would not do, even if it does the exact same thing again, is address the fact that just having more of it means that she can never be anything else. That's yeah. the, that's what they communicate with that gesture. They're saying, this is who Senua is, this is going to be your only experience of her in every game that she's in. And now that there's more yeah. than one, that's her statement saying, this is definitely the case. If you end a story yeah. at its natural conclusion and say, there is more, but we're not telling it like this. That's you're exactly. leaving room yeah so you're leaving room open for things to get better that's exactly it that like the whole the ending of it was senua like moving on and like finally being in a position to like heal and like you know grieve in a healthy way yeah, it's redemptive and that when you have a story that's about death it's about yeah. in many ways about grief and about coming to terms with with the way that you are inside yourself and the way that grief affects you you need a hopeful element there. Yeah. If you're going to tell that story in a meaningful, you need you need you need a, an opportunity that it will a chance for things to get better, however bleak they may be. And a sequel is only going to drag her back from that, which is just fucking yeah. irresponsible, to frankly. <laughs> drag drag her back from that to talk about how suffering causes religion. What? I mean, like they're they're dragging her back from it to make another Hellblade game is the thing, and there's yeah, no getting know, away but... from that. Like the rest of it, the brand like, is too valuable. This, this is shit. Someone pulled out of their ass to make this work. Let's be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. If they were going to do a game where they respect that ending, where Senua is a different is not the protagonist or where the game is an entirely different kind of game that would be a bold move there would be no point from a marketing perspective yeah it would be absolutely inconceivable from a marketing perspective because it's off brand yeah but it would be a much bolder creative decision why why would they bother bringing it back at that point which they shouldn't have done yeah the only way i can see for it to work at all would be if they were to say something like Sen was helping someone through their mm. own stuff, and she's the truth she's the voice talking. You th- mm. Yeah, but sh- she's actively doing it to help people who need it, or something like that. And that way, it doesn't take away from it. I don't think it should have happened, but if they're going to do something and they need yeah, Senwa, that, that, that should have been have where to it... be the angle, and then th- that yeah. could possibly go some way. If it's like, because you you could have that be multiple people as well, and then you've got an excuse for expanding the scope of things. Yeah, and like, and then also, and then that addresses it... the problem of not like having ill, sort of condensed into one experience. Like you you can actually make things more representative, more realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it can also like solve the issue that we had of the the muddledness of the Druth situation where. Because it wasn't um, expanded on to the point it should have, or could have been, yeah. 
it doesn't quite convey whether it's a healthy or unhealthy relationship. And yeah, they, I don't know if that it's necessarily was... that valuable to draw such a clean distinction between those two things either. I don't know. It's necessarily as simple as that, especially when you're 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 dealing with an environment that's so difficult and so stressful for a character. Um, I don't know. It's it's such a, it's such a tricky like tricky thing to uh, to kind of I don't know what the word is. Um, navigate. That's... Yeah, navigate at the best of times. You know. Yeah, I just think that that something like that is the only way to iterate on that story mm. without. Could, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. If you could do a story where there's an ensemble cast. Maybe you have multiple characters and you play from multiple perspectives. And Senua maybe is the through line that connects them all. Mm. That's something you could do interesting things with. Yeah. yeah. Won't happen. Like, no, like the idea... <laughs> that just... That sounds like a interesting idea of... Um, of Senua using what she learned to do things that could have been something but i just that's never gonna happen hire us to write your games yeah we'll do it for good money i was about to say i'm not doing it for free <laughs> oh yeah no no god no. nobody has yeah to you that sh- these days. should hire josh because like you didn't hire anyone yeah, who actually has psychosis I, yeah. because like <laughs> Hire me because I could I'm... do some shit, son. <laughs> Hire me because I have fun ideas and I could put Jar Jar Binks in it. Hire Martin because of of <laughs> you reach for a reason. <laughs> um, moral support. Yeah, I'm very motivated and motivating. Martin is the one who brings it. Yeah. Martin is the one who brings it. Whatever it is, Martin will bring it. I will bring so much of it. More than you. You won't even know what to do with it all. You won't know where to put... There'll be so many many scorpions running about your office. (laughs) It'll be like... It'll be like that person What did we tell you if it was pronoun choice? (laughs) It'll be like that person who drowned in Bukake that time, except that it's... It's you drowning in Martin's it. You can't just say something like that as if I know what it is. What part of our history with Elodie suggested to you that she could not just say something like that? I mean, you're right. I should, I'm, you can always expect the unexpected. Being left out of so many things talks has rendered you soft. It has. I need to toughen up, right? I need to be yeah, whacked right. with bamboo sticks for my ears. Yeah, I mean, now you have to contend with me completely derailing your D&D game with my bird antics. So. Which I love so far, by the way. It took it that, that The ending of that episode just completely caught me off guard. <laughs> Which I'm editing. Uh, I, I, I need to get back to work on that. I'm behind on the editing, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so what are we doing now? Well, I believe now it might be time for a dive into Josh's deep thoughts. Well, no, I've not even brought up Project Mara. Oh, which is the name oh. of the thing. Oh, and I just, shit. I just yeah. want to talk about this briefly. It's the Listed name of the thing. Yeah. We don't really know anything about it yet. I don't believe, except that it's a psychological horror, focusing because on what. What was it that they said? Something terror. Mental terror. Okay. I think. And I don't so... know if that's like an actual medical term. I. It's not it what I've heard. It but... doesn't. 
sound because it sounds like they're just describing fear, but I don't want to like be a dick if it is an actual distinct thing. Hmm. But like, regard regardless of that, like my my worry with this is because they seem to be taking the same approach. Like they're, they're going to be consulting with people and whatnot. The the exact same appro- approach though. <laughs> Yeah, and like that, yeah. and there were that criticisms that like stemmed it... from that. So my fear is they're going to be like dipping their toes into trying to like portray all of these things oh, to do God. with the human mind, and like never really learning from the criticisms. Oh God, the it problem... just sounds like yeah. now Microsoft has they're the they're the mental illness action game people, so we're just gonna make them do multiple more mental illness action games. <laughs> this one seems like it's being being tussled more as a horror game than an action game, although there's not, they're not mutually exclusive anyway. Excuse me, do you have any more mental health horror action games? Do, do you think Microsoft view this as their Silent Hill? Think that's what they're thinking? They can build a franchise out of this? Yeah, it has it like a lot like... of like prestige cachet, you know. It it would not shock me. It should shock me. I can't imagine Ninja Theory want to be known as a studio that does exclusively this. Yeah, it it doesn't sound good when you do it more than once, let alone oh. three times. Yeah, when you look at it the way everyone was always going to look at it, it's not great. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. When I heard about the acquisition, I was obviously disappointed. Yeah. But sure. part of me still wanted to believe that it was gonna work out, and now. Yeah. I was not, hoping that I don't what think it... it will. If I'm my hope was that it would be. Um... Uh, we, we've seen that you have these interesting and novel ideas. We're going to give you a budget to do them for us. But now what it sounds like it's going to be is... Is the game You did straight. this thing. Do it again. Yeah. Money make. Make money for me. Thank you, Microsoft. I am Bill Gates. Hi, I'm Bill Gates' new character on the podcast. This is what I sound like. Hi. Hi. This is... You've a lot to answer for. Did Mr. you see Gates. that I gave to charity? That means all is forgiven. Hmm. I hoard massive wealth, but I give to charity sometimes. Um, could you... I make more in a second than you will make in your life. If I could bring in with, uh, Vivian, um, sorry, just, just one of my assistants from the clownery. Uh, Vivian, could you kindly remove this new character from the premises before I literally skin him? Okay, thank you. Yeah, just... I've been picked up by a very large clown. Yeah, if you if you would kindly calling me out of the room. If you would kindly we... show this gentleman the third story window. Yes, thank you. Do we do we have to tip Vivian? I'm not sure what the etiquette is here. Uh... I'm being thrown out of the window. Ah. I feel like the Vivian's doing good work, and they need to be rewarded for that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Vivian, if everyone, got a lover. Luckily, I have enough money that I can fly through money. I'm flying away. <laughs> He flew away. Okay. He's gone. That's the thing that I wanted. We'll 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 wrestle with the mechanics of what just fucking happened another time. 
But yeah, Project Mara, not sure. I won't write it off automatically, hmm. but I, I'm probably not going to get an opportunity to play it either, so maybe it's a moot point. <laughs> well, Microsoft seems to be releasing everything on PC now, so... And I, I can't play on PC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're really yeah, I was about to say. They're really, or they're I would really be a lot better at what is ostensibly my job. <laughs> <laughs> they're really uh, moving towards having cross-play and let's opening up their platform for PC stuff so yeah, that seems to be the future for and, Microsoft and Switch weirdly enough uh, Switch yeah, that's all. I, was not, I did not expect that yeah, I mean it's good it's I good. like it it's good and I'm glad It's certain of the decisions they've made this is certainly the sensible one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the one and only sensible <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, and the accessibility things. Well, yeah, obviously those are always good to have. Things like the Game Pass, people like that too. Apparently, it's very good value for money. Yeah, I don't think Microsoft is the worst in terms of game stuff. No, right just now. the worst Which in is... terms of everything else. Yeah, I was about to say I'm damning with faint praise with that sentence. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's it's easy to not be the worst when your com- when your competition is other games companies. Oh, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, that was that, all of it. Thank you for listening to it out of our mouths. Keep an eye out for that one, people at home. Project Mara. It will likely be very disappointing. <laughs> it probably won't be called that. Let us know with your tweets what you think about it. Oh, if you tweet us about it. We'll send you a copy of Half-Life 2 on Steam. I did that entirely on autopilot. With just this this overwhelming sense of just defeated fatalism. I I went into my uh, inventory earlier because I had a new item, which was just one of those things where someone randomly sends you a coupon because Mm. you own a game. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I saw the Steam gift on them, and I was like, "Oh, someone sent me a gift!" And then I looked at it, and it's the Half-Life Two copy that we have. Taunting you <laughs> includes two items: Half-Life Two, Half-Life Two Lost Coast. Uh... Wretched. Just. <sighs> <sighs> There's a lot wrong with all of this. Whoever mm-hmm. actually eventually gets the copy of Half-Life Two on Steam. Has to come on the podcast, right? Yeah, they have to. Yeah. I think I think it becomes their podcast at this point, and that we're finally free. Mm. <laughs> we're yeah, the curse is broken. It's it's become our mascot. They've really. got to deal I... with all these fucking characters now. I, I want to commission I... someone to like do a little cartoon orange box dancing. <laughs> I don't come on, fucking. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the orange box, it's just Half-Life and 2. On, yeah, no, I, did, I don't the think they ever is, sold Half-Life 2 retail on its own, did they? Did they? The thing about it is that I got the orange box um, on here when I already owned Half-Life 2 because I was thinking, oh, I'll just gift the Half-Life 2 in it to a friend. Oh, that's the name of the fucking thing the games were... Right, yeah, okay. that explains yeah. it slightly. Oh, but okay, it, yeah, that makes sense why you were confused now. <laughs> I was then so... It, <laughs> it turned out that I accidentally just bought them Half-Life 2 on its own and bought myself the thing, so I had an extra copy of Half-Life 2 and had spent extra money. 
so like that's the backstory that's the hidden backstory of the things you love to do that was a reference to a podcast that hasn't come out in over a year it's what we're here for make obscure references to things no one remembers <laughs> yeah most of it in our own canon uh, this one was Polygon's History of Fun. I didn't even know about that series. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't released one in a while. They were like, at the end of the last one they did, which was like a little mini-series on uh, holiday traditions and the history of those, uh, they go like, oh, we got plenty of things lined up for 2019. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Was that was the were, last thing they did. Were the people I don't doing know what it happened. still work there? I think so. They had a bit of changeover in 2018, so... Yeah, but, yeah. um... Yeah, it's... I'm pretty sure... Because it's Allegra Frank, Chris Plant, and Rush Frushdick, and I think they also work there. As far as, far as I know, they do, yeah. Yeah, those are all names that I associate with working at Polygon now, so I don't know what happened. Hmm. This is apropos. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Two thirty-four in the fucking morning. It is. Yep. <laughs> and it's time. Here, but... And it's time for <gasps> Josh's deep thoughts. 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 Josh's deep thoughts, everyone. Now, here's the fucking thing, gang. <laughs> What's happened? I've just been fucking gone since the last episode. <laughs> I've... I've got a limited amount of deep thoughts. I'm trying real hard to not think about much, to be honest. And there's a there's there's something I take refuge in. When I'm in that state of mind, and it is the execution of Skeleton Wednesday. Oh. And I th I think it's time that I finally explain my vision for the future. It's not like the clown situation we've got currently. The clowns are more an expression of panic. I do have a question about the clowns quickly. Mm -hmm. Go on, shoot. Do shoot they relate the to the ones? Do they relate to the ones we put in the sea that were in the Clown City City of Clowns? Clown City City of Clowns were incidental clowns that I happened to come across, and I wanted a city. These clowns I create wholesale. So the the these are original clowns. In many ways, they are your clown children. Um, I have another question about the clowns. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else I know a clown now? <sighs> I haven't seen Bep was the chef for a while. It's difficult to keep track of, to be honest. I mean, we've we've met so many people during the course of this show. And I was meant to have lunch with Bepwurst the Chef last month, and I haven't seen... To be them. honest, it could have been any number of completely unrelated incidents. I doubt he would have been at any of the places where I borrowed the vast majority of my air. 
I'm pretty sure Bep was the chef. I, I was saying they because I didn't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was a she. Bep was the chef. I have no I idea. I don't remember it ever being established, to be completely honest. I'm going to say that Bep was the chef is gender fluid because that will help. Okay. Yeah, that will really Good. help things. We've, we've established that. I'll have a look. Uh, but tentatively, the answer is not to my knowledge. I'll go. I'll go through. I'll go through my inventory and I'll get back to you. But this isn't about clowns for the time. I being. have one last question about the clowns. Oh, quickly fine, we... but only because I enjoy talking about clowns. How many have you got now? Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. No one needs to know exactly how many clowns I have. That made me more worried. Nobody needs to worry about exactly how. Fucking many clowns I have. Don't be concerned. What if I am? Don't be. Yeah, easy. It's perfectly normal for a giant tower to appear nearby where you live. It just means I'm having a bit of a rough one. Just keep your head down, it'll largely be fine. Now, what about the giant tower that's growing on my head? Don't worry, that's actually completely unrelated. I, I don't know what I don't know what to tell you about that. Go and see a towerologist. Is anyone living in it? I feel that you know that you've got to watch out if there's people living in it, then you might have a problem. Oh, hello, I'm Tiny Liam Neeson. Mm, see, I suspected as much. I was a bit racist on the telly once. Yeah. Yeah, it's where we send. And all now the they've put millions. you in here. Yeah. Well, I, tough luck. My accent's here. all over the place. <laughs> your, your, your head's now a tower where we keep the racists. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the the Irish racist millionaires. Yeah. Specifically, a guy who very probably shouldn't have talked about that past event on television. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. That's mm. the thing that confuses me most about that thing. Ill-advised Ill- like, is, is the yeah. one. <laughs> you yeah. Think, you always imagine that these rich, famous people always have PR people, right, who look out for them and prevent them from doing things like that. Yeah. <laughs> but they must not be very effective. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, that was bizarre. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, so none of these are the clowns... The clowns are not a concern to anyone ever. Stop looking in to the clowns. Oh man, Tiny Seinfeld's done a shit and it really stinks. I did tell you to change his diet. It's not good for him. He has to eat wet food occasionally. Well, it costs more. I know, but it's it's going to cost you even more in vet bills down the road. I don't even want these people. They just turned up in my head in a ziggurat. Well, no, you're responsible for them. The denizens of the ziggurat. You can't say denizens of the ziggurat. It makes it so hard for me to resent the interjection. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a skeleton Wednesday after this. But yeah, it's not about clowns. It's not about fucking ziggurats. It's about the bones. 
okay? Because bones make lives easier. For me, specifically, in this instance, because sometimes... You, you, you know, I go wandering outside a lot at night. There's not really anything else to do out my neck of the woods. You just sort of have to wander around. And that's mm. basically it. Look at some nature, which there is some of. Occasionally I'll see a fun animal, and that's alright. But it's... Sometimes it's... you're harangued by Chad Whimsy, but you Sometimes I'm harangued by Chad Whimsy. Uh, as are we all, often. But, uh, yeah, Chad, Chad Whimsy, you know, the the walking around, the absence of most things is usually tolerable. It, it's people I can't deal with. Uh, at least not all of the time. Humanity, generally, just getting in the way of me having a walk around, not having to deal with much. So I've devised Skeleton Wednesday as a solution to this. I hope that the Skeleton Wednesday theme song has played every time you said it. You... That first requires you to hope that there is a Skeleton Wednesday theme song, and I've got <laughs> devastating news for you. <laughs> the devastating news I can't that be there's fucking a... bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty nineteen took the last fuck I had. Was it specifically to do with uh, one particular village? <sighs> Every village now. <laughs> towers. You see the word village, and you have flashbacks. Towers in them all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> That's enough of that. I'm I'm all about passive bones right now. Getting myself back to the point. So I just like clowns are an act of aggression. The real bones come when I just want to be left alone. Like the if you leave the bones alone, the bones will leave you alone. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll come and collect the bones. So you're collecting? Well, not necessarily. So... Like so, like here's the thing. What's the easiest way to? Let people know that you don't want to be bothered when you're going out at night. You take become Dracula exactly. So oh. I was. Th I thought like, this was an Aussie arc situation. No, not quite. I mean, we've got a sort of. I want to say we've got a similar sort of operation going on, but that sort of falls under the remit of clowns again, or sort of like the 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 clown smithing. But the bones themselves. The bone, you know, look after the clowns, the bones take care of themselves, really. I've, I've, I've never been short of a couple of skeletons, really, in my day. No bones about it. No, bone, no bones about it, we're free to begin. But the point is, for the fifth time, um, fuck, what is the point? Yeah, so essentially, the first thing that's got to happen is the moon's got to go real big. It's got to get real close up like it is in every video game for some reason. Yeah, the moon Basi has to be as dramatic as possible. Yeah, basically just to let everyone know, they look up and it's like, oh, I happen to notice that the moon has gone all spoopity boopity up in that there sky. 
Therefore, is it a we can assume mask situation. Not, or? no, not really. It, it's just a regular type moon, but a bit bigger. Like and they look at it and they situation. think, well, it's almost time for the good boy in charge of bones to make his entrance. I'd better Ooh. fuck off, because they fear the consequences. I guess of not doing so because I am Dracula. Yeah, that makes sense. A Dracula or, or Dra- the Dracula. A Dracula or like some equivalent like someone who can initiate a Castlevania scenario. Yeah, so a Dracula level like event. That level like supernatural recluse. And My favorite so, kind of spider. Yeah. <laughs> That's delightful. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like what well, you know the 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 arcane monument du jour erupts from the ground just appears somewhere and then the the nightmare scenario happens like there's the the tree from Devil May Cry 5 the tower from Devil May Cry 3 uh Castle I was reading about itself. that tree it's got it's got like ant fellas doesn't it like buggy fellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. I was reading about that on Bug Leech the other day. I've never played Devil May Cry. It's good. It's a, it's a fun game. It's, I, uh, I did some a little bit of research myself because I was just sort of curious. I couldn't understand most of it. Like certainly enough, not enough to like feel confident explaining any of it here. But I know enough about it to make the moon big. Yeah, Hopefully, that's all you need to know, really. Otherwise, I won't get my Skeleton Wednesday. And what Skeleton Wednesday is, there will there will occasionally be some people, but those people are skeletons. And they're mostly, like, doing business, I get Like, you, you know, the term for, like, characters in the background. Like, doing actions to provide, sort of, like... To make to make it seem like a, a real world that you've stepped into, there'll be skeletons getting on with their day, in a sort of very calm, skeletal manner. The roles, like and any interaction I would need to do with a human being, will instead be done with a skeleton. Are the skeletons mobile? The skeletons are mobile. The skeletons the skeletons are very animate. And they've taken all your jobs in the vicinity for the time being. That pamphlet and they all uh, said that would happen. They all talk in that very specific, like from software NPC way that gives me <laughs> ASMR tingles. I don't know if anyone else gets that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's sort of like like a, a little bit spooky, but also like just sort, they, just sort they... of calming. <clears throat> And I just calming, and then sometimes they'll go heh, heh, exactly. Heh, heh. That's exactly what I'm getting at, and I just find that easier to deal with than having to be worried about actual people who wouldn't automatically be inclined to do that because I don't get those people. So what could I still get paid? Hmm. Could I still get paid if the skeleton was doing my job? Does he need the money? Uh, if you're... The skeletons have no need, real need of money. I don't feel mm. like... Because I feel like... The, I feel like the skeleton... I feel like it would be a good idea for the skeleton to do my job instead I of feel, me, like so if, I didn't have to do If you're working during a skeleton Wednesday, I feel like 
because you don't want to be out when Skeleton Wednesday's initiated unless you've got the express permission of the Skeleton Wednesday i.e. myself, yeah. yeah. The, the, the owner of whatever thing pops out of the ground and makes the moon big. And I imagine I'll be giving that out to very sparsely. So, like, there's a uh, risk involved, so really they should be, like, some sort of hazard pay arrangement for, like, the possibility. So ideally your pay in general would go up, but I feel like they'd find a way... Yeah, it's just fucking like, Tim Martin we're talking yeah, like, about. We're, He's we're, not gonna... We're yeah. imagining a scenario in which everything it. works fairly, as opposed to capitalism. Which is not at all that... <laughs> Well, I mean, oh, it... Hi guys, it's me, Tim Martin. I'm here. This is what I sound Vivian? like. Fucking oh, window. No. I'm being lifted up. I shouldn't have given my money to the conservatives because now I don't have all the money I need to fly. Funny how that Hi works. guys. Goodbye. Oh. So Tim Martin's gone forever. Tim Martin's uh... gone forever, and we never have to deal with him again. If only that were true. <laughs> I get to live in my head where Tim Martin doesn't exist. If only exist. it were that easy. Well, you know, that, like that's the thing. Any problems caused by Skeleton Wednesday, you forget. I've still got the clowns. It's and the true. clowns are an active invading. Like, the clowns can get in there and get shit done. They're not a passive force. Uh, I'd like to quickly say that, that yes, that was actually my my impression of Tim Martin based on the fact that you have to, when you're doing the fucking training at Weatherspoons, you have to watch videos of him going, hi guys, I'm Tim Martin and I own Weatherspoons and I'm really cool and down with the kids, yeah. Uh, and like, you have to... Every sentence with... yes. There's a There's a quiz. There's a fucking quiz that you have to do about him. About in the training. himself? About the man? Yes. Yes, you have to answer questions about Tim Martin in the training pack, and if you don't get them all right, you have to do it again. Oh my god. That so is like, worse than I thought it. I've been into I'm some not... embarrassing corporate training, but that is the worst. The listeners can't yes. see this. My jaw is on the floor right now. That is insane levels of narcissism. Yeah, I'm not even joking or fucking exaggerating. Yeah. It's what ridiculous. Jittering fuck. So it's a good thing you got a clown to throw Tim Martin out of the window. A throw Tim Martin out of the fucking window as he clearly deserves. Did you know that the name Weatherspoons uh comes from a teacher he had who said he wouldn't be able to do anything and so he named oh, his Jesus pub business Christ. after the teacher. God <laughs> You'll never amount to anything, Tim Martin. Here's my blight on the country to prove you wrong. Yeah. Here's who we blame. Now, see, it's a good thing that no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are deeply unpopular, and it's all that saved yeah, us so far. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> that it would be good, because, like, if we flipped to the point where it was enough for Tim Martin to hear me having a go at him... We'd have enough listeners that I probably wouldn't have to work there. <laughs> That's true. Well, that gives us a goal to aim for, right? That's something yeah. we need to we need to be popular enough that Tim Martin will hear it. I always yes. endeavor to be popular enough to just fucking ruin my life. 
<laughs> I want everything in my life to be ruined by my popularity online. It's a dream. <laughs> Fucking fuck it, right? I mean, fuck. Yeah. Shall we move on to the next section for yeah. it gets much later? <laughs> Skeleton Wednesday, leave me alone. So I, when you before we just before we I know like I don't want to keep rambling on new things, but like when you were describing Skeleton Wednesday in my head, I pictured Stardew Valley by way of From Software. Uh, that would be nice. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, moving on. That was Josh's deep thoughts. 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 Get them now while they're fresh. Eat them now in your bed. I I like. I like that the more one says Josh's deep thoughts, the more it becomes Josh's deep thoughts. I do have a couple of those. Yeah, a few deep thoughts. Deep Jasper is a deep thought. Deep Jasper's deep I, it, all the time. This joke doesn't work for me because I say them both the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that as I was trying to say it. No, no I pronounce those words both the same way. <laughs> There's barriers to entry there that you weren't quite expecting. I'll get you. Baron Von Entry. Oh no. <laughs> Don't make names of more people for me to throw out of windows. Hello, I'm Baron Vivian. Von Entry. Oh no, I'm being thrown out of the window. It's a good thing that I have a lot of this hereditary money so I can fly away. Oh, you fucking crossbows now. <laughs> oh no. Unfortunately, I don't have the amount of money to avoid crossbow bolts. Ah! Barrett. <laughs> He's dead now. It's fine. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Ah, uh, if I had a fucking family crest, that would be on it. <laughs> Someone do the uh, next that's... section before I fucking cry. It's a good thing Corporate Man hasn't showed up, because that would probably Before just Corporate Man would... decides to show up, that would be <laughs> let's move on to the indie games what we played. <laughs> so... Since we last recorded... Let's talk about some games that we played. Yes. Um, I have two that I want to talk about. One in a bit of detail. One I've only just started, so I only have like initial thoughts. Okay. Um, the one that I have played most extensively, indie game-wise, is Celeste. Hey. Yes. <clears throat> have you played Celeste? I have not. I have not. Well, Celeste is a puzzle platformer game where you go to a mountain that turns your character's deep-seated mental instabilities into a ghost version of her and there's a hotel with a ghost man and you go up the mountain and there's a temple full of beholders. I hate mountains like that. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's something. It's something. I, I know you can get fruit. Yes, you find strawberries, Grasp and you don't have to. And I'm just so glad that I realised you didn't have to collect the strawberries eventually. Yeah, I was only aware of this element of the game because I watched a uh, a polygon video playthrough of it. It was one of Brian David Gilbert and ones that he did. Where he was talk, he was it was like talk doing a playthrough of it. And I was like, that looks something I'd enjoy for half an hour and then get too frustrated with. 
Anyway, sorry, yeah. I'm rambling. <laughs> uh, so the main reason that I wanted to play the game specifically, like, the main reason it went from being, like, a game that I want to play to a game I really want to play is because in uh, in the last update, at the towards the end of last year, uh, you get to see Madeline, the main character's room, and there's a trans flag in it, mm. and I'm a sucker for anyone just including trans characters, even if it's just a nod. I remember this. I remember people talking a lot yeah. about this. Yeah. Tiny yeah. little flag on the desk that people were furious about. Yeah, I remember furious the quartering fucking tweeted about it, that dipshit. <laughs> yeah, the qu- by the way, the quartering also tweeted about the Temtem thing, to uh-huh. my knowledge. Of course. And also tweet- tweeted about the... me. Oh, yes! We should yeah. talk. We might want to mention that and fly by at some point. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've been living rent-free in a few heads since last episode, huh? Yeah, yeah. You had a big adventure on Twitter. Yeah, I did have a big Twitter adventure. Um, I had my face posted by a ex-comedy writer. Uh, that was something. The quartering got involved. The quartering has seen me. The quartering knows I exist. The hair clip is all. All is the hair clip. I still need. To, I still need to find a suitable hair clip to wear around on a chain round my neck to ward off evil. <laughs> I need to find uh, one. It's like a talisman of protection. Yeah. So yes, the quartering. Yes, yeah. uh, Celeste. That's what we were talking about. Celeste. Celeste. Uh, Celeste is, in terms of its actual gameplay, is enjoyable. It's a good fun puzzle platformer uh with each area has its own sort of puzzle styles and each area goes on and each area goes on and on and the puzzles do not iterate upon themselves apart Mm. from becoming more difficult Mm. and i have played through the entirety of it up until the bit where you have to have done like found all the challenge hearts and gone to the heart of the mountain and the writing in the game is very good up until the chapter where you do the heart of the mountain, in which case you get, like, no writing in it. Just at the end, there's just, like, words popping up saying, oh, it's nice and calm here. Isn't that nice? Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Ooh, um, that was pleasant. What a wonderful outcome. Yeah. Uh, so the heart of the mountain thing wasn't really worth it, Apart from the fact that it was the only level with the gameplay iterated in, on itself in any meaningful way. And then when I finished it, I was thinking, oh, I'm finally going to get the the final cutscene because I've done everything. And then the game was like, oh, no, new chapter. And this chapter is apparently, I looked it up, the longest and hardest chapter. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Uh... And I just put it down. Yeah. That's fair. Because I, I wanted to get to that trans flag, but I had to go through this chapter, and I I wasn't... There were points where the game made me feel really accomplished and good, and like I like the fact that it, it has a death counter in it, which I wasn't so super into, but no. then it says... Uh, be proud of how many deaths you got, because it means you're learning, and I like that idea. I like mm. that it's a learning-based thing, and I did find that I was learning and getting better at the game overall, and it was 
and sometimes that was good but then sometimes the area where you're constantly being blown backwards and have to do things at perfectly timed bits because otherwise you'll be blown into the abyss goes on and on and then there's the bit where it should have been really good because it was all fun ghosts everywhere but then you just keep having to jump over the moving ghosts and they're really annoying and it keeps going on and on (sighs) it makes me sad because i really want to really like it and i do like it and i think the writing is really good in the way it um talks about depression and anxiety and stuff really resonated with me but i just don't think that the gameplay is there enough to be worth it unfortunately yeah it's a game where i appreciate the writing more than the gameplay but the game is 99 percent gameplay oof that's yeah. a shame yeah i feel like a, some people would really love it in a way that i just can't just yeah. because I find it too mm. much of a frustrating experience. There are some people for whom that, that, I guess that subgenre of games works really well. I'm not one of yeah. them. You know, when I saw that playthrough, I thought, I'd probably like that for a little while, and I'd never finish it. Yeah. Mm. I, I really wanted to finish it, because I was enjoying it. It's not bad. I, when, I, when I'm talking about it, it sounds like I hate it, but I don't. Mm. Yeah. It's just... It just feels like it has so much potential, but it never it always outstays its welcome on every single little thing and it and that that was compounded so much by the final chapter of the main seven chapters of the game before the two epilogue chapters <laughs> <laughs> The final one is like a victory lap style thing where you're going through all the areas you've been to mm-hmm. except that they're all too long and they don't really uh ramp up in difficulty or like uh play on what you learned in those areas they'll have a couple of the mechanics but mostly it'll just be like hyper difficult versions of what you already did without any real Mm. yeah and then they just keep going on and on and they're all so long so the length seems to be the biggest sticking point for you, really, how yeah. long everything is. Like it, ev- some... Well, the length wouldn't be too much of an issue if they did better on iterating with the concepts they introduced. It, it's specifically mm-hmm. it is, it that just... it's the same thing dragging out for so long. Yeah, yeah it's just the same things going over and over again. And and when I get past a really difficult room and then the next room is just the same thing, just a bit different. It takes away from the moments of joy you get from having solved something and gotten through it when the reward is to get a harder version of it that so is what, just not... What yeah. was the other game you said you wanted to mention? So I'm, I'm trying oh. not to get drag, drag things out too much because it's going to no, be that's fine. So. That That's my thoughts on Celeste, basically. <laughs> and please don't think I hate it. I do like it. I just... Yeah. It's precisely because an... you like it that you're so frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I might try the accessibility option that they have yeah. and see if that helps me get through the last bit just so that mm. I can have seen it all. Uh, yes, the other game is one that I've only really st- started, and that's Yotten. I heard good things about this one. Yeah. Mm. I've been meaning to get to that for the longest. I don't even know if I can. I've not looked into it, to be perfectly honest. What's, what's the Should system you play to. on again? I've... I've been playing it on Switch, so... I'm pretty sure it's on PS4. 
if it well. is, then I might, I, I might so. get that. Yeah, I think it may even be on sale right now if you go look for it. Well, yeah, I got it because it was on sale. I got it for four quid, and so far it is interesting. Uh, what the concept is is you are a Viking warrior woman who died by drowning, and that failed to impress the gods. So you have to impress the gods to enter Valhalla by going around and defeating the Jotun, which are the giants in Norse mythology that mm. are the enemies of the Aesir. And as someone who knows some bits and pieces of Norse god mythology and stuff, I'm really enjoying the deep cuts they've got in there. And the overall aesthetic design of all the gods and things. The The first place you go to is Jotunheim itself and the main They've taken some liberties with Jotunheim because it's meant to be quite an icy place, but it's a lush, foresty place in this one. Yeah. Uh, and first of all, you go and just kind of solve some easy puzzles going around this swampy area. Then you fight a Draugr, which people who played Skyrim will know, <laughs> to just like the zombie things. Yeah. But they play more into the actual mythology in that it can change size. Then you go through and you fight your first big boss right away. And it's a really interesting fight. It plays kind of like a slower, isometric, Dark Soulsy style thing, but without quite so much of the overt difficulty. Uh, the bosses are really interestingly designed... Like, the first one is a little flower that surrounds itself with really creepy-looking wood giant uh, to protect itself. And you fight the wood giant, and sometimes the flower peeks out, and then you can do some more damage to that. But you don't actually have to do that. It's not one of these ones where it's like, hit it until weak spot, and then yeah. you can damage it at weak spot. It gives you a few options for what you want to do. And the fight constantly iterates on the things that you learned in the previous area. Okay. I have not done that much more than that so far, yeah. but I'm liking what I've seen. Should maybe update update us next time and get you kind of more complete yeah. thoughts on it. Uh, I do like that. Uh, I got to so far. I got to visit the um, forge where Mjolnir was made. And there's just a bunch of little dwarf fellas who run at you, and they're so weak that they all go down in one hit. So it's quite funny because they all just kind of face plant onto the floor when you hit them. So you, and they all stay there; they don't disappear. So you just have like a little pile of face planted dwarfs, and it's a very pile good. Of fellas. Uh, and uh, after that, I visited the bottom of the world tree and saw Nidhogger. Chewing on it, it's all hand drawn as well. It's very pretty. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because that is that aesthetic carried over the sundered, which I have played. Oh, is that from the same developer? Uh I believe it because I think I came to sundered specifically having heard it was from the same people who did Jotun. I know uh. it, it's definitely like if you if you look at sundered, it's definitely the same like art style. Really wanted to like Sundered. Bit of a shame that didn't really gel for me. I I will say that the game is 
quite a slow burn so far. Okay. I've gotten a few other powers, but they've not they've not been super interesting. Uh, so I'm hoping that it ramps up a bit with what you can do. Hmm. Uh, but I'll come back with this because at the moment I'm enjoying it. Do you you guys want to talk about video games? I've played some video games. I'm gonna... Do you have any that you have lots of thoughts on? I I have some that I've got. I I'm not going to talk about Indivisible this time. I don't feel like. Maybe I'll go into more detail on Indivisible next time because I feel like that's something that a lot of people I think in this sphere should be keeping an eye on as a thing to be interested in if they haven't already because it is a metroidvania like everything fucking else but also <laughs> it's a big gay mood so I'll get into that at some other point but I mostly want to talk about the fact that I've finally played Hollow Knight ah uh, and it's really good. You're a little squumpfus going round doing something vague. A little boosh. A little, a little friend. And I really like Hollow Knight. A lot. Yeah. yeah. You, you're, just, oh. you're just a little buddy going around getting squumpy friends. And it's not, like, it's kind of vague on where you're supposed to be going and what you're supposed to be doing for the opening bits of it. And that became a bit of a barrier for a while until I sort of found my way around the place. There are elements of it that don't make sense design-wise, like having to buy the elements of the map interface separately is dumb. Hmm. Like, there's no real reason to... I like the, I like the characters they have attached to that. And if they were just selling area maps, that'd be one thing. But I just I I don't see any value in it, and I certainly don't see any value in having your character icon on the map be a charm that you have to equip that takes up a slot. Yeah. That seems like taking the piss. I have to admit, I found the charms thing kind of weird. You can usually get through the entire game really without using it much, though. I find like I barely used it. Yeah, I've not, I've not I, finished the I game. I found by any means, my loadout but... of ones that I find useful, and then I've not yeah, really that, that, need to yeah. experiment beyond that. Yeah, exactly. there were there were a couple challenges that I tried switching up, but usually I'd come back to the same ones. Yeah, it it was one of the rare games that I didn't feel the need to do everything in. Mm. At mm -hmm. first, at first, that was kind of where I was going with it. I was doing everything, trying to do all the DLC stuff, but eventually yeah. I was like, I don't need to beat Nightmare Grim. I don't need to do all the, the gods mode extra hard bosses or anything. Hmm. I've had I've had fun. I've completed what I want to complete. It's fine. Yeah. The Squumpfos served as squumpy purpose. Mm. I, I did get... Oh, sorry. So you, you go first. I was just gonna say I did get like the the most difficult to get end to the main game, but that that's that's the limit to the yeah. what I was willing to do that was extra difficult. <laughs> it's one of those games where I'm quite content to just dip into it occasionally. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. go in, I'll play, a, I'll play for maybe a couple of hours, then I'll, I'll come back to it like maybe a few weeks later, and that's fine. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm slowly working through it, and it, it's it's yeah. a game I come back to when I don't have the energy for anything else most of the time. 
because it doesn't require a lot of uh, focus commitment for me. Yeah. Um, and that's something that's always in short supply on my end. So, <laughs> the one thing I will say for people who want to, who do want to do everything, is like, get yourself in a good headspace before you do the White Palace. Mm-hmm. It's, mm. it's the only bit of the game that is very, very puzzle platformer, and it's <sighs> very, very puzzle platformer. So, yeah. Yikes! Putting that warning out. Yeah. So, like, I'm not. I don't know how far into it I am overall, to be honest. But like, more than anything else, it's just kind of a nice space to be in. Yeah. For me, beautifully now, and like, I feel the reason, like, I feel I decided to focus on this rather than Indivisible in this instance is because it's kind of like aesthetically, it's basically Skeleton Wednesday, but little. <laughs> the music in the game is absolutely gorgeous as oh, well. It is. The sound work in general is fabulous. It's really, really good. Oh, my favorite thing, sound wise, is how the music changes when you are going fast. <laughs> I love that it gets more upbeat when you're zooming about, especially in the garden area. In zoomy places, it goes real zoomy, and I like it. Love a good zoom. Good, good zoom tune. Alright, uh, I guess I have a few games I could talk about, because I've been playing a bunch of games lately, and as is my way, I've been playing games other people have been talking about for over a year. Oh yeah, hmm. same. Um, so recently I've been playing Night in the Woods, which I finally got to after a long time of saying that I would. Um, Stardew Valley and Outer Wilds. All of which are fabulous games. They're all very, very good. Very different. Um... I think what I've been playing most is probably Stardew Valley, which is just that makes sense. So relaxing. I, I really cannot that. do I cannot do farming games, so I just don't think I'm going to be able to play it. I want. It's to. one of those games where it, it does a lot of twists on the farming game thing. Like farming is still your primary uh, interaction, but it has more in common, I would say, with. Uh, in terms of the feel and the mood of it, it has more in common with something like Minecraft or something like that, where the purpose isn't to... The, the farming is a means to an end. There is a plot to it, there's a story, there's even like uh, combat elements to it, which caught me by surprise. Um, but the mood of the thing is that you're building, you're creating for its own sake, you're building something, and you're... It's, it's the development I get a lot of pleasure from. You know, the idea that you can build and create something that we, you can see the tangible effects of. And I really, really enjoy that about the game. Uh, there are characters involved you can get to know. There's various sideline quests you can do. Um, there's one I got to where I went mining for copper so I could build a furnace and discovered that the mine is full of Zelda monsters. And the whole thing is done with a kind of Legend of Zelda aesthetic and with very clear nods to that. They even reference it at the point where you enter the mine where one of the characters gives you a sword, tells you it's dangerous to go alone. And that's a nice little touch. And you go down there as you're mining, you come across things like slimes and angry bats and things like that. In terms of the mood, it's it's very contemplative. It's very just create for its own sake. But it, it does have a plot. It does have characters. It does have uh, driving forces behind it. But it's also very slow paced. It's very take your own time, build your own way around problems. Um... Highly recommend it. It's quite creative. Quite the writing is quite clever. 
um, although subtle. It's not something particularly overwritten. It's very uh, understated in that respect. What have you been playing it on? Uh, PlayStation, PS4. Ah, oh, that's a shame. You can't get the masturbation mod we talked <laughs> yeah, about way back. I actually thought about that when I was playing it. I was like, oh, I wonder if I could. <laughs> um, I've also been playing Outer Wilds, which is, again, another game kind of in a similar vein, though a bit more stressful. It's ex- I never remember which one's which. Is okay, Outer, Outer Wilds World. is the indie game about space exploration. The Outer Worlds is the Obsidian game about oh. RPGing and planets. Yeah, they came out around the same time and had almost the same name, and I can't yeah. get it straight in my head. People always get them confused. Well, we're talking about them on here, so I probably wouldn't mention the Outer Worlds, because that's technically not an indie game. Is so, it indie game to the level that Witcher 3 was? I think it has least? a publisher, so I'll say no, okay. but I'm not totally sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Outer. I, th- I think Outer Wilds is actually an indie game. Um, it's really interesting. Um, it's mostly about exploration and about discovery. It's one of those things where it really rewards curiosity in a way that other games don't, even though, they're, as I say, they're ostensibly about that. Because what it does is... it presents you a situation and tries to predict every way that you'd want to mess with it. Um, While also kind of guiding you towards some of the most interesting paths, it will try to give you an answer for every question you ask. For example, there's something I stumbled across where I was flying around the starting planet because I heard some harmonica music and I wanted to find out where it was, so I followed it and I found a crater and in it was a little guy. He had some surveying equipment... And he was trying to study a giant evil bramble, which is like an alien seed had landed on the planet. It was growing thorns everywhere, and it had this big mouth. And he said to me that it's too dangerous to explore properly, but he's going to try and get some equipment in to look into it. I fired my probe into the middle, not expecting anything to happen, only to find out that it is, in fact, the portal to another world. And a signal from my probe appeared on another planet somewhere else. So I flew there to find out what it was, curious, and found a whole cluster of brambles that had formed their own planet full of these little mouths leading to different places. So I started to explore them, only to be swallowed whole by a giant anglerfish. And it's full of little moments like that where it's just sheer discovery and the amazement that the random thing you tried did something cool. Even if it doesn't necessarily direct the plot any further like push you further down the the critical path it is still feels very rewarding in its own way so that's something again highly recommended um would you say that it's um kind of similar to what um what's it called sorry can't remember the name of the game the one with all the promises the promise game i'm not sure what that is procedurally generated aminals can't remember. Oh, oh, um, No Man's Sky. Yes. Yes. Um, I'd say they're very different takes on the same idea. Mm-hmm. They're not similar to feel, as they don't feel similar as you play them, but they definitely have similar driving forces. I think is the way to put it. And the thing about the outer uh, outer wilds is it's not procedurally generated at all. Everything's quite intentional, which yeah. makes it feel even more interesting when you unlock a mystery 
I think that's always better. I prefer something to be linear than open world for a similar reason. Intentionality is important. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was also going to talk about Night in the Woods, but I've not played much of that yet, so I will get back to this next time on that as I keep putting off. But I actually am getting into it now, and I'm really enjoying it, but we'll talk more about that once I've had more experience with it. I, I haven't known whether to play it since the incident. I don't know. Not sure what I'm feeling. So we we all done? We all good? Yeah, they all pretty good. Um, my cat has been rooting through the bin for a while, and I can't <laughs> stop him from my desk. And <laughs> I'm sorry about any noise that happens because of that. Uh, I didn't hear anything, so okay. hopefully it didn't show up on the recording. Uh, Josh Riviera. Yes. Your suave what? alter ego. Um. Uh, yeah. Fine, look at my Twitter account, if you please. Snoots aloof. No crows Snoots here. Snoots aloof. At no crows here. Uh, look at my YouTube. I've started playing a fucking movie tie-in Devil May Cry clone. <laughs> Ghost Rider. It's a solidly made game that I actually had a lot of fun recording. So particularly towards the later episodes. So look for look for that on the Abominable Showman. Uh, I think that that's kind of it for the time being, and we, and things talk as well. Yeah, think you talk. should listen to. I did a I did a cat synopsis, which you, is you, you did cats at me. I don't feel like I need to see it now that I've had yeah, you do you, cats at you me. You literally don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, as I said in the episode, it's it's better to hear described like when you're actually there experiencing it it's all just sort of a given <laughs> uh, so yeah look out for that that's out at the time of recording and yeah. we got another oh, one now fools yeah we got another one coming out that we talked about warhammer again returning yeah, to our got another couple coming out we got, okay. we got one where i do we do a talk of a star wars for a bit and then oh, we get yeah onto the i warhammer forgot about stuff. the star wars look forward yeah, to we that did... one we talked about cells for quite a long time. Yeah, too long. Longer than <laughs> I ever need to. Too long, especially since you. most of it was you expressing the fact that you don't particularly care. I literally don't care. <laughs> That's time I'll never get back. At least so you admitted... I'm passing the, I'm passing that, the savings on to you, At listener. least you admitted that The Phantom Menace was the best one. <laughs> I can't debate that, is the problem. <laughs> See? Um, <laughs> I'm not so equipped yes. for it. Miarty Mew. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, IsThisMartin. Um, that's Where I, the Y? Yeah. Um, I-S-T-H-I-S-M-A-R-T-Y-N. Um, my current screen name is The Last Supper But With Horses. Um, I can't remember Your what picture. that's a reference to. <laughs> Your picture is gritty at the moment. It is, yes. It says, uh... Who, whose future is... Sometimes unclear. monstrous, always anti-fascist. Yeah. Um, gritty, yeah. Gritty's it's, future's unclear. He punched the, someone. The weird... The way actual newspapers have been talking about that is really fucking weird, okay? Yeah. It's not Gritty that punched a kid. It was the person in the costume. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Just, holy shit. You're supposed to be professional journalists. <laughs> anyway, one time I was Cherry Bear. 
Oh, I'm going. I'm going off the rails. Um, uh, yes, yeah, sorry. You can find me on Twitter there, <laughs> and you can also find me at our upcoming D and D actual play podcast called The Haven. Um, I'm not in episode zero. No, unfortunately, Elodie is not in episode zero because she joined after we recorded that. But you will hear her in episode one when it is ready to go, which hopefully will be soon. Um, and yeah, it'll be fun. Um, it's with myself, Elodie, uh, Heath Wong. Um, oh, okay, who's all in it now? Oh God, I'm so it's so late. I've forgotten everyone's name. Helen's there. Yeah, Helen's Helen, there. Who, who was the one who turned me onto Yutton? Yeah, Helen is obsessed with Yon. Um Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Elodie, uh, Faith Fenquist is there, Gavel Sipolivsky, Heath Wong, Helen Nilsson, and Martin Doherty are all involved. So that's a, that's a really fun group of people. Um, the first, I'm really happy with the first, how the first real episode turned out. Um, so yeah, check that out when it's ready, which should be very soon. I'll make a post to let everyone know when it's good. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much everything for me. Is it my turn? It's your turn. <laughs> uh, I am on Twitter at CamiWord, C-H-E-M-Y Word. If you search that, you might get to enjoy seeing a washed-up comedy writer trying to imply that I'm a paedophile because I wore a hair clip one time in a picture. Um, at least it doubled my follow account. Uh, and you can join those followers on Twitter by following me there. Yes. I post Pokemon images. Um, you can also find uh, other podcasts, things, talk and stuff over here. And then Of Horse, uh, at Of Horse Pod on Twitter, ofhorsepodcast.com, which is my Project Horseman podcast that I do rarely enough at this point because of the fact that life is hell mm-hmm. but mm. we had a new one out recently so you know you know um and yeah youtube.com slash LED Cunningham hopefully I should actually have some more stuff soon because I really want to make YouTube videos because I like doing them but time is of the essence yeah um and that's me. And Josh, do you have any words of wisdom to lead us out? I think I can get a new one for you to be in a row for the rest of your own business and personal opinion is irrelevant to the gym. <laughs> Remember every... Oh, no, no, that's thing no. Sock. Um <laughs> Goodbye, just Good. generally. I, yeah, I think, I think we don't have one for this We don't one. have one for this. No. Uh, we should like adopt the old one we use for DNA bit. Don't eat turtles, please. Don't eat turtles, please. Charmy Kitty is an abomination. <gasps> That's a good one. Bit good. contextual. Charmy Kitty <laughs> is a cat with a human face. <laughs> Remember, everyone, Charmy Kitty is a cat with a human face. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Help me. Thanks for listening to Podhaven.